Welcome to the Glory Tellers Podcast. We're your hosts, Emily, Caitlin, and Beth Ann. Here we share stories of people who are doing extraordinary things in the midst of their ordinary lives. All for the glory of God. We are so excited you're here. Let's dive in. Well, welcome back to the Glory Tellers Podcast. This is Emily, and I'm here with Beth Ann and Caitlin. And today we are diving into the topic of limiting social media with Stephanie from 500 Seconds to Joy Podcast. Stephanie is a wife and mom and also hosts the podcast. They're short, encouraging episodes for all the mamas out there. And recently we noticed that she took a little break from social media. She said she was following God's promptings um, to get off social media. And we are going to learn a little bit more about that today and see how it's going. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you, Emily. I'm happy to be here, ladies. Yeah. Well, first, let's start out. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive into the social media talk. Sure. So like you said, I'm Stephanie. And first and foremost, I am Catholic. I love my faith and I love God. I love everything having to do with faith. And I don't always live it out because I'm not perfect. (laughs) But I love talking about it and working on that part of my life. It's just a huge passion of mine. And that leads into um, my next passions, which is um, being married to my wonderful husband. We've been married for six years now. And then we have a little girl who's almost five, a little boy who's almost three, and another little girl who is five months. And in addition to that, like you said, I have the podcast 500 seconds to joy. And that really flows out of my love for all things faith, just talking about faith, talking about mom life, talking about it from a real perspective of I'm going through it, you're going through it, let's journey together and trying to lift each other up and be better. And really my heart is to encourage other Christian moms. So if you love Jesus and you love encouragement, then I think you'll like my podcast. And a lot of what I share is so much from God because some of those episodes are just free flowing. I just have a topic and I just speak and Mm -hmm. I feel like God really works through the podcasting realm. Mm -hmm. And I believe that he wants to spread the gospel message through podcasting. Mm -hmm. And so I'm super passionate about that. So that's a little bit about me. I love that. And I love how you talk about how God can kind of take that as a vessel and use that to spread his word mm-hmm. in the time that we live in, because, you know, generations before it's going to spread differently, but we have the ability to have something like a podcast where people can tune in and listen and what a neat thing to be a part of. So, um, yes. now recently we noticed, and it's very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was back in February that you yep. put on Instagram and said, I'm getting off here, you guys. <laughs> So tell us about your decision to leave social media. Like, did you, how did you get to that point? Was there a breaking point or did you just do it? It was a buildup. So when I first started my podcast, um, two years ago this weekend, actually, so I'm coming up on two years of the podcast and congrats. Thanks. Yeah. It's been just such a fun journey. And part of it has been my journey with social media. When I first started, I really dove headfirst into Instagram and building a following and posting all the time. And part of it was coming from a good place of wanting to share goodness in that space and feeling like I want to be the light here. And part of it was um, 
I think vanity. I, I wanted to have a certain number of followers and it made me feel better about myself to get likes and you know, that kind of stuff is really hard to admit. And it took me a while to realize it. It took many months of being on there and being distracted and my husband commenting on it and my kids noticing. Um, and I, I just really got kind of obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the best way to, to describe what I went through. And then I realized what was happening and I pulled back. And so I wasn't on on the weekends and that really helped. And then I decided, okay, I'm only going to be on social media four days a week. And that helped. But I was so happy those days I wasn't on social media. I felt more peaceful. I felt more present. I felt like I was actually living a life instead of sharing it and posting about it. So instead of posting about being present, I was actually present. And Mm -hmm. so that just was like this really big wake up moment for me when I realized that I was less anxious. I was more peaceful on the days I didn't use Instagram. And it was just such a difference to me that I started praying about, okay, well, God, I want to be a light here. And I want people to know about the podcast because I want to spread your message. And I got to the point where I didn't even care how many followers I had or how many likes I had. Like I just wanted to share goodness and I felt like social media was becoming such a negative place and I didn't want to go away because I was worried like, oh, then it'll just be negativity. And I'm just one person, but every person who's a light on social media, I think it matters. So I battled with that for a while. And again, I just cut down. Okay, I'm just going to do three days a week. And it just got to the point where I realized, you know what, I think God is asking me to step away from this because I felt so peaceful about that decision. And the way I started it was I said, okay, I'm just going to take a maternity leave. So when I was pregnant, I uh, battled a lot of pregnancy anxiety Mm -hmm. and I felt like, you know, social media was contributing to that. It, it wasn't causing it. It was a lot of the hormones because um, I felt better once I had my daughter. But, um, you know, it didn't help. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll just step away during the pregnancy and postpartum period. And then maybe I'll come back. Um, but it's been, you know, many months now and I just don't miss it. I, I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit, but I do occasionally check it to like at first I wasn't looking at it at all. And that was really helpful because I got so sucked in for so long and now I'll occasionally check it. I don't have the app on my phone, but I go on my web browser and go maybe look at certain people's stories that I want to keep up with, or I'll go check my messages to see if anybody's reached out to me, but I just don't miss it. Like there's nothing about it that I miss. I, it's really crazy to me because I was so obsessed with it and it really negatively affected my marriage. I'm not even kidding. Like so obsessed. It was a big problem. So yeah, I really, I'm like, I'm free. I love it without social media. I love my life like this. I think it gets easier, you know, the longer you've been away from it too. Yes. It Um, does get easier don't miss it like you do right away, like any other addiction, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But you recognize that you had an addiction and you had action behind it. So good for you Mm -hmm. because that is not hard. I mean, it is not hard. It is not hard. Um, It is hard. I mean, it is, especially because when it's something that you enjoy, I mean, you're getting that, um, 
what's that hormone that really dopamine dopamine yeah yes um so your body wants it and it craves it you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. scary thing yeah um so you know with having your podcast and everything I'm sure that there was probably some sense of like well I'm worried if I'll still have my followers or my listeners for the podcast yes um so were you afraid of that and how do you stay connected to your listeners now yeah I was afraid of that and there have been times that I felt like oh did my numbers go lower um and then I have to always check myself and remind myself why I started the podcast and it's for that one listener it's not for the hundreds or thousands or however many I have for an episode right um it doesn't matter the number it matters like that one person that maybe got something out of it. Or if that one person drew closer to God that day, that was worth it. So for me, I battled this like kind of vanity or pride, like, oh, well, if I'm not showing up on social media, then people won't know about me. People won't remember my podcast. And then I thought, you know, the right people will listen at the right time. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of had to just give that over to God and trust that it would just work out how it was supposed to. And so the way I stay connected, I have a newsletter once a month. And so I have a pretty sizable email list. Again, that's all God because I was a speaker at a Catholic um, online conference. And so I got all these people connected to me because of that conference that I spoke at. Mm -hmm. And so I have all these people on my email list that I really believe God has gifted me with. And so I just very intentionally write an email once a month and just try to make sure it's pointing to God and pointing to his word. I have a devotional and just some encouraging words and also reminding people that I have a podcast. So that's kind of how I remind people. Mm -hmm. But I also have just started, um, I'm doing this Ephesians Bible study, which I know we'll talk a little bit more about, but I partnered with someone on who is on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, a kind of Instagram friend of mine, like you ladies, like mm-hmm. someone who's on there and has a nice following and people who are really engaged. And so I asked her if she'd partner with me and she's done that with me before. And she's just a lovely person. And I just really like, um, keeping up with her. She's one of the people I like to just see what she's up to on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's, you just kind of have to get creative if you're not going to use Instagram yourself, maybe partner with people that are on Instagram and then email people and maybe be a guest on other podcasts and, Mm -hmm. and just kind of get the word out there um, in different ways. So it, it does take a little bit of creativity. I've thought about using Pinterest, but just having three young kids and homeschooling, it's like, I barely have time to produce a podcast, mm-hmm. let alone do anything else. Um, so yeah, definitely the newsletter has helped me stay engaged with people and just kind of remind people because people forget, people forget mm-hmm. to listen to podcasts. There's so many out there. Yeah. So I think that helps me just mm-hmm. kind of stay connected to my people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just keep reminding myself that it's God's work. So he'll bring it to the right ears. Is mm-hmm. kind of how I look at it. Yeah, I love that. I think there's definitely an aspect of surrender there. And mm-hmm. um, just really, like you said, trusting will provide the people who mm-hmm. need to hear it. Yeah, and, I- and serving alongside others that like, 
we can honor each other's personal convictions, you know, and still like find ways for God to use us together, even within different convictions. Like you have a different mm-hmm. conviction with your social media use than who you've partnered with, but yet it right. works. You know, it's really creative. And I think that's, that's really neat. Um, well, so I know that it feels like to us, you look like you have a handle on this. <laughs> so <laughs> what types of tips would you share with someone who's just trying to rein it in and really wants to take those first steps of um, stepping away a little bit from social media? Well, let me say that, you know, you always, we all have idols and I definitely made Instagram an idol, but it's so easy you know, when I got rid of Instagram, it's so easy to replace it with other things like mm-hmm. YouTube, yeah. YouTube videos. That's another one of my downfalls that I have the to be news. really <laughs> careful about. What? The news. <laughs> oh yeah. The news. I kind of stay, I stay away from that one because my mm-hmm. husband does that. <laughs> YouTube is very dangerous for me and Pinterest can be a place where I get lost. And yeah. so I think my litmus test is that, am I praying? That's Mm -hmm. a big one. If you're able to still do your prayer time and use social media and be present with your family, I think it's okay. You know, I don't think there's anything intrinsically evil with all of these things. It's, there's no like right and wrong decision. So just because I don't use it right now, I mean, I'm not ruling out that I would ever go back and I'm never saying to other people, oh, you shouldn't be on there. It's more just how are you spending your time? So when I was on social media, I realized I wasn't spending my time the way I wanted and I wasn't able to control myself. It was kind of scary. I would just like tap that app. Like my finger would weirdly go there and it was like just autopilot. So um, I think for anybody wanting to get started on, you know, reining it in, just maybe phone use in general, which is another struggle with. I think a lot of moms struggle with that. And I think just normalizing that it is a struggle, just acknowledging it. I think that's the first step is realizing like, where am I at with my phone usage, with my social media usage, with different apps like YouTube or Pinterest, you know, where am I at with that? And just getting really honest with yourself, which is super uncomfortable and don't come at it from a place of like, oh, I'm the worst or, you know, guilting yourself or shame. That's not what God wants. It's just an awareness of, okay, how am I using my time? And am I using my time well? Am I stewarding my time well? We often talk about stewarding money, but we, we can steward our time well too. So for anyone who wants to get started, I think the first step is just assessing where you're at, just being really honest with yourself and finding some quiet time with God to let him reveal to you you know, what are the areas you need to work on? Do you need to get rid of social media? Do you need to limit it to a certain number of days a week? I have uh, another Instagram friend who only shows up on Tuesdays. So that's her only day on Instagram. And when she's there, she's loving it and she's having fun. And it's something she knows she's going to do that day then the rest of the week, she's not on there. So I think there's a lot of ways to go about putting kind of some boundaries with social media use and phone use in general, but just getting really aware of where am I at? And, and then kind of looking forward, like, where do I want to go? Where do I want to be? How much time do I want to spend on my phone? How much time do I want to spend on social media? Just kind of asking yourself, asking yourself these probing questions. I think it will reveal a lot. And we have the Holy Spirit inside of us to guide us. 
So if you tap into that, you'll probably get your answer. If you can, you know, quiet yourself and get still with God and figure out like, okay, how does God want me to use my time? Because I do believe some people are called to use Instagram as their platform. I really do. Um, and other people like me, at least for now, are called to use their time in other ways, like with my newsletter and podcast. So I think it's just, yeah, step one, let's just keep it really simple for anybody listening. Step one is just assess where you're at currently. And step two is to look forward. Where do you want to be? Yeah. And you know, it's not black and white. It's a gray. No, it's not. It's such a gray area. That's what's hard about it. Yeah. And what we have found just within this little group of glory tellers, it's different for everyone is like different personality types handle it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it does take a lot of that, like, you know, um, talking to God to figure out what's best for you and your mental health at this point, And it may be different in each season. Yes. You know, when things are really heavy in the news, I find myself needing to be off of it because when I get on, I I get very anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, But other times, you know, I I don't struggle with comparison really or anything like that. So I, you know, where that may really affect someone else where they need to be off of it because they're just comparing their life to everyone else. And then that's going to become detrimental to their happiness. (laughs) Um, So you listen to that nudging you have the conviction to leave. So how have you seen God um, bless that and bless your obedience in stepping away for this season? A lot of peace, just a lot of peace from that decision and more presence, which is what I've always wanted with my family, not feeling the need on my phone, not feeling the need to share things, just being um, which is hard for me. I'm a, a big doer and taking action and, and that kind of stuff is easier for me. It's hard for me to just be and just sit on the floor with my kids and, and yeah. be there. That's hard for me. I think it's hard for a lot of us moms. And um, so I just a lot of peace and more room for God, more time for him, more prayer, which again, more peace from that. And just just feeling good about my decision, feeling good about myself, feeling like, oh, I did something hard and I, you know, I removed something from my life that I at one time had totally put on a pedestal and made an idol. And, and so just kind of giving, it gave me some confidence that, hey, I can make changes. And again, you know, there's really nothing wrong with social media. It's more about your use. And maybe the mindset it puts you into, like you said, and because I'm doing the Ephesians Bible study, Ephesians mind and Ephesians um, five verse, this is verse 10. It says, try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. And so that's a big one. You know, what is pleasing to God for some, it might be posting things on Instagram about him, about his goodness, or encouraging people with scripture, um, going on there and praying over people. Maybe that's one person's call. And then another person might be like me where you are called to step away, at least for a season. So I think just learning what is pleasing to God and what does he want from you? Because we're all unique 
And so just realizing, you know, everybody has a different call on their life and each season, like you said, it's different. So just figuring out where do you want me right now, God? That's always a good question to ask. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I noticed that you mentioned, you know, like wanting to be present with your kids, but being present with them, like getting on the floor and playing a game or just interacting with them in general, like sometimes it's hard. It is. And I think that's when I have noticed myself trying to, you know, zone out on my phone. It's an escape. Yes. And doing is trying to escape the hard things Mm -hmm. that God probably has some refining in me to do in those hard moments that instead I'm just going to my phone, you know? Yeah. Same. I still do that. Even though I don't use Instagram, there's something, there's always something to do on your phone. (laughs) There's so much on there. It's like a little mini computer. So I so get that Beth Ann. I, I feel that very strongly too. I, it's often my escape which yeah. I don't like. I, I want it to be my Bible, <laughs> right? but it's often my phone. So mm-hmm. I encourage people to grab their Bible, not their phone. Mm-hmm. And I need that encouragement too. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, none of us have this figured out. We're all striving each day. That's yeah. the truth. Mm-hmm. Wasn't right? this yesterday that said, um, like, what if we spent as much time in our Bible and like praying and with God as we do on social media, like the world would be Mm. a completely different way. Yes. So true. Just about serving people, you know, or serving our kids at home, playing with them in the floor instead of spending. But Um, I will that I hate this term, but devil's advocate here, like where. Yes, do it. You know, (laughs) so sometimes when I'm at home and I can probably speak for a lot of people and I've been dealing homeschool too. So I am, well, part of the time I'm with my kids 24 seven, my husband works mm-hmm. hours. I am drained. I just want to see an adult. I want to see what my friends are doing. I want to be in touch with the outside world. And so I get on and I kind of like see what everyone's up to and I feel guilt about it. And it's like, I feel guilty enjoying that when I could be playing with my kids, when we could be outside, mm-hmm. but instead I decide to like sit on the couch and, you know, see what everyone's up to. And I, I do think, you know, if you are in a healthy place, um, that there is a time for that and that we all the time, like, it's okay to see what your friends are doing. Like we shouldn't have totally. every time we open our phone. I mean, like cut yourself a break. Like it's okay yes. to take a break. <laughs> yes. If, if you're taking a lunch break, you know, of mothering and you want to sit down and you want to watch some funny reels or I don't think that that's bad. I think. I don't either. What you've said is like, when you feel that inner um, like voice telling you something's off. You are spending too much time here. You're choosing this over everything. It's making your mental space, you know, negative. You, um, are lashing out. You've become addicted. Like when you're feeling that and you're deciding to step away, um, like, I think that that's really important to listen to, you know, make sure that you're aware of what you're doing and, looking at that screen time. And when I have compared my screen time with my mood, it's very interesting to me when I get that week and it says it was up 25% last week. And last week I was raging. Well, mm. they're probably correlated. So something yep. needs to be there. Uh, yeah. You know. that I think what's helped me there and I'm not 
great about this. I'm really trying to be better, but I try to have phone check-in times, Mm -hmm. like times of day where I know I'm going to be on my phone. I'm just going to be zoning and I, I'm fine with it. Like Mm -hmm. there is zero guilt. And so if for you, it's Instagram. Great. Choose that time that I suggest that to people. Um, I think I've had, I had an episode about that at one point or another about, you know, phone check-in times. Uh And so for me, I like to watch YouTube videos. Like I just love it. And I feel like it's kind of similar to Instagram or, you know, texting somebody or FaceTiming where, you know, you're just connecting with the outside world. You kind of feel like it's like a podcast, you know, your people that you follow on YouTube. Um, so I just think that you have to be more intentional. Like I'm telling myself that, um, about when you're going to do it. So maybe first thing in the morning when your kids are like just seeing you is not a good time to be on the phone. Like that's what I've learned in my life. Um, just trying really hard to be super present when they first get up and we have breakfast together. But if they're playing and I just want to grab my phone for a minute, I asked myself like, oh, well, what do I I want to do on here? Just kind of checking in with yourself and being intentional about, well, what, what am I doing? And do I want to be doing this? And if I do, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm all in. So I think like being all in when you're playing with your kids and then being all in when you're zoning out on your phone, I think that's totally fine because we all need a break and we don't need to yeah beat ourselves up about it at all just more the choice of, of when to do it, I think I've noticed in my life is huge. So if I can choose the right time of day, I notice that, you know, my kids don't even really notice that I'm on my phone. If I've already, you know, spent time, you know, being present with them, they don't care. And they you just know- want me, you know, they just want me to be present at least some of the time, right? <laughs> it doesn't need to be all the time. I have, you know, we are the first generation of mothers that are having to deal with this. So I think that we just don't really know what to do and we're all just learning as we go. Totally. I think that talking to wise women like you to see what has worked for you and set that example. And then maybe someone else can try it and see if maybe that helps them because none of us know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Same. Yeah. I mean, I, I often feel like, oh, I'm giving this advice or, you know, I may, it's funny, I make a podcast episode about something and then I struggle with that very thing later <laughs> that day. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm yeah. such a fraud. Like, what am I doing? I'm spending too much time on my phone or, you know, I'm not being present like I want. So yeah. none of us are perfect. I right. think just knowing that, you know, we need God. That's why we need a savior because we're not our own savior. We need a savior and we're not going to get it right every day, but just showing up and trying our best and just being so aware, just saying, you know, how am I using my time and is this how I want to be using it? So, and just asking God for his help because he is our strength. So I think that's always a good reminder that, you know, we're not going to save ourselves. God saves us and he's going to help us with this if, if we invite him into it and just are okay looking in the mirror. I think that's, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I really love the boundaries, you know, setting limits. I think that's where my struggle comes in is um, with my personality. I'm not great with boundaries and that includes like even setting time limits, you know, I'll just blow through that. Yeah. Nothing to me. (laughs) I understand. My personality should just get off. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm working through right now. But <laughs> yeah, Beth was really excited to talk to you today. 
Well, and I, I think I want, I think I want to share this, but a gut wrenching feeling that I have sometimes, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's just depressing and sad. So we can cut it off when we need to, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, is just that I've had the thought, like, you know, I always dreamed of being a mom, mm-hmm. like just always since I was little mm-hmm. and never was a phone in my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah part yeah my dream for motherhood mm-hmm. you know it is not how I envisioned motherhood at all mm-hmm. and when I think of the time that it has stolen yeah mm-hmm. and you know that it's just such a fixture now that my kids will always picture me with yeah it just makes me sick yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's all of us and yeah. I think you know even people who teach about this um, I can think of this lovely lady, Chelsea Joe, who has the Systemize Your Life podcast. And, mm-hmm. and she shares a lot about social media boundaries and she has an online business. And so obviously her, her phone and social media is part of her business. And so mm-hmm. she has to be on there. Um, I mean, I guess she doesn't have to be, right? She could always choose to do other things, but she yeah. has chosen to be on there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, she even talks about how she struggles with it and she has all these boundaries in place and she's training other women to do this. So I think it's always good to remember no one has it totally figured it out perfectly, you know, and I don't think we ever will because it's just, it's a temptation. Mm -hmm. And so just checking ourselves and each day being like, okay, how am I doing with this? And some days it'll it'll be a win. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, I did well with my phone use. And other days you'll say, well, tomorrow's a new day. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is grace. Thank God for that. Yes, <laughs> totally. Oh. Well, Stephanie, we love your wisdom and your counsel, and we've been blessed by you. And so we want to make sure our listeners get to find you. Um, so can you share more about how to find your podcast or any other content, such as that Ephesians study that you alluded to? Yeah, thanks. Sweet. So sweet hearing those words. And (laughs) I don't feel wise often. I'm like, I don't know, I'm figuring it out right along with everybody. But, but God (laughs) is so good. And so my podcast is 500 seconds to joy. That's where all you know, any podcast um, app you like, I will be there. And, um, I also have a newsletter, a monthly newsletter. So I love connecting with people every month through that. So you can go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail. And I have a monthly devotional. And then, um, this Ephesians Bible study I'm doing right now, it's a few podcast episodes where I'm reading through the book of Ephesians and giving commentary and it's live right now. So I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but, um, it's bit.ly forward slash Ephesians Bible study. And if this comes out, you know, after um, this study has gone live, I will make sure whoever goes to that link will still get all the emails with all the discussion questions and encouragement, um, just all about, you know, what we did when we did the Bible study these this week and next week. So if you're not joining live, that's totally cool because I'll make sure I set it up. So if you go to bit.ly forward slash Ephesians Bible study, you'll still get all those emails with, yeah, all the study questions and, and everything to help you just dive more into the word. Because I really believe, you know, if we can get in the word, us moms, we can really change motherhood and change our family life because it'll be, you know, we're going to have God's word on our hearts and 
you know, in our hearts, on our mind, and then we can just serve our family and our community so much better from that place. And we'll make decisions better. And, you know, like Ephesians says, we will work on trying to find what is pleasing to God and how should I be spending my time? You know, all those questions we have for ourselves each day will be answered by God's word. So I'm super passionate about getting in the word each day. And um, yeah, those are ways you can connect with me. That's awesome, Stephanie. Um, We always like to end the episodes with little fun questions that we don't love it so that you can just (laughs) jump right in and answer. Um, So my question to you would be, if you could just pack up and leave today with your husband, pack a suitcase, leave and go on your dream vacation, where would you go? Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been? Yes. We went to Maui for our honeymoon. I love it there. Yeah. Nobody goes to Hawaii and doesn't love it. Right. Right. It's like the best place. (laughs) Yeah. I'm ready. I'll go too. Right. Let's let's have a podcast retreat there. (laughs) Yes. I would love that. Um, Okay. I had one just pop into my head. So since you have had multiple babies now and you have a new one, what is the thing that you have for this baby that is like saving your life or that you maybe didn't have with your other ones that you love any new baby gadgets or anything like that? That's a good question. I feel like I'm kind of a creature of habit. (laughs) So I've always like used the same things, but I'll say that the halo sleep sack is like the best thing ever. And Mm -hmm. I just love sleep sacks. They're just, they're the best. I will always use them. (laughs) Hey, anything more sleep when I have a baby, right? <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I spent a pretty penny on different sleep sacks yes. and cribs and bassinets, like rock and plays. All, like, how can we get this baby to sleep? So, Yes. Same. <laughs> well, Stephanie, it's always so fun to talk to our Instagram friends and we're just so excited for you and the ministry that you have built online and all the encouragement that you've shared with us. So thank you again for being with us. You're a busy mama. So we'll let you get back to those babies. Thanks ladies. All right. (laughs) Take care. Take care, Stephanie. You too. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the show today. We hope that you have been encouraged by the story that you just heard. Our heart is that the more you share our podcast, the more we can proclaim God's glory and we can inspire others to live on mission right where they are. We challenge you to notice people around you and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Please subscribe to, share, and rate our podcast. Do you or someone you know have a story that we could share? Send us a message at glorytellerspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram to further the encouragement and details for upcoming shows at Glorytellers. And as always, don't forget to check out the show notes for more resources. See you next time. Thank you.